Welcome to the Recovery Lifestyle Podcast, a Christ-centered recovery show where we discuss the habits, mindsets, and tools that will help you live the recovery lifestyle. We believe that if you regularly do the work by reading the Word, showing up at recovery meetings, getting engaged at your local church, and giving back through service, that you will build a stronger relationship with Jesus and experience the freedom that comes from lasting sobriety. Please join myself, Chris Decker, and my co-host, John Rizzi, as we serve as your virtual recovery coaches through Season 2, featuring monthly recovery challenges, inspiring testimonies, expert guest teachings, and the raw, real-time recovery journey that we go through each and every day. To help us reach more people, please subscribe and leave a review. And for now, enjoy today's episode. Welcome back to the Recovery Lifestyle Podcast. It's a little bit cold today. We're in the middle of December. It's almost Christmas, and we haven't recorded for a couple, a few weeks now. And um, today's episode is going to be an update on some recent things that have happened in John's life, um, some eye-opening things, and just want to. Uh, would you, I'll pray us in. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, God, we want to thank you for this podcast, for the people that listen to it. We, I want to thank you for this uh, partnership with John and for this, um, to, to be able to co-host this show. Lord, please use John's story uh, to, uh, to connect with others that may have gone through something similar. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. John, what happened? Well, a couple of weeks ago, three weeks ago, tomorrow... Um, I had a bike crash and broke a bunch of ribs, punctured a lung, broke my clavicle, fractured my pelvis. Really severe injuries, considering I honestly didn't think that I was being like a reckless rider or, or going too fast. I, w- I was on a dirt trail, lost control, and went down. Um you know, I've, I've speculated that the reason I I fell so I, I fell so hard was maybe there's an element of spiritual warfare going on. Um, you know, we're doing some things with our recovery ministry, in-person recovery ministry, that are really exciting. Um, we're getting some energy with some guys. We're uh, we're trying to take what CR's done and and really make it a little bit more accessible by breaking it up into smaller chunks. Because, um, you know, you've been in step studies before, and one thing is that they're really long. Um, and that, that can be good because, you know, we build these tight bonds with guys, um, and we go through, you know, basically a battle with guys for a year, or really a lot of times it's over a year. Um, but that's also a really long time to ask leaders to make a commitment to ask people to make a commitment and we've often seen with these groups they can start out with 20 30 even 40 guys but only wind up at the end with 12 or 15 at the most and and that's partially because it's really a big long time commitment so you you think that because of some of these recent changes like being used by god with this ministry that Perhaps there was some, maybe a spiritual attack of um, that that kind of caused the crash. You know what what 
what exactly was the crash? So you you fell on your bike? What, what happened? Yeah, I, I mean, I can't discount the possibility of that. Um, mostly because I think my, I feel like my injuries are so severe versus what I was doing. You know, I was riding my bike. Um, I wasn't going very fast. I was on a dirt path. I lost control. I went down hard on my left side and have, you know, pretty severe injuries. Like I, I thought I was going to be able to just stand right up once I got my breath. Um, you know, cause you get the wind knocked out of you when you land on your ribs. Right. Um, but when I tried to stand, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't. <laughs> and that, that I later, later learned that was cause I had a pelvic fracture. Oh, so, God. you know, I don't know. It, it's, it, who knows? I just, I, I throw that out there because I feel like we've been moving towards this new concept. We were just getting ready to do some leadership training mm. at, in in our Monday night meetings. Um, and then I was on the shelf for two weeks um, because, you know, I really couldn't, I couldn't move. I, I couldn't move a lot. I'm getting better all the time, every day. And I'm really excited by that. Um, I feel like God's answering my prayer for quick healing. Uh, I've been getting stronger and more mobile. Uh, so, um, and, you know, I went back to CR on Monday and talked about a little, like a little bit about the vision that we have for the new, new approach to the ministry. Um, and the guys are, the guys seem excited. We're going to do leadership training this coming week. And, you know, we're not going to be daunted by a small setback like a, like a bike crash. Yeah. You're not going to be daunted by a small setback like a, a bike crash. So, what are some of the, what are some of the changes that, that you're going to be making in the ministry? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, there's four workbooks, and um, we met with Pastor Jeff to talk about like he's 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 really been pushing us on this kind of like these on ramp and off ramp for getting into and getting into recovery, almost like making it more accessible. Mm -hmm. And so we thought about, he was telling us, you know, think about, think about in seasons. And then we thought, well, there's four workbooks. I mean, that, that winds up being, you know, four seasons a year, four quarters a year. Um, let's just break up the books into four pieces and we'll do um, where we're calling them chapters. You know? So, so book one is chapter one and we'll do chapter one. And some guys will move on to chapter two and do book two. Some guys might redo book one. Mm. You know, there's a really book one is very important in mm. that's where we're, you know, coming out of denial and stepping into God's grace. And I think that, you know, I've, I've heard a lot of people talk about if, if, if you can't maintain, if you're not maintaining your sobriety after book one, you might have missed something in that in those first three steps, mm. right? So that's where we're getting out of denial, we're getting into God's grace, we're accepting His forgiveness, we're trusting Him f for our recovery, mm. really, and we're trusting Him for our lives. And so, if I'm not doing that fully or wholeheartedly, it's. I think I'm more susceptible to relapse. Okay, so practically, once the once the crash happened, you know, what kind of changes did that did that sort of make in your life? Like, what 
what changed? Yeah, for me, I mean, you know, one of the things that was really hard the first couple of weeks has been slowing down. Um, you know, usually go, go, go. Um, and I've really basically had to stop. It's also been very hard. I don't, you know, I, I literally like, you know, we, we have a remodel going on at home and if I was healthy, I would be helping move stuff all over the place and I can't. Um, the first couple of days that there was nothing, I was in the hospital for four days. And then once I got out of the hospital, you know, I got home and there was really very little that I could do. Hmm. Um, and so I, I was relying on my wife and my wife really stepped up. Um, and it was, it was, it's hard for me to just sit there and be served. Um, because I want to be the one serving. I want to be the one doing, I want to be the one helping and, uh, and not being able to do that mm-hmm. has has been it's been hard for me. That's not my normal mode of operation. So um, I've been trying to just lean into being a good recipient of people helping me and being grateful for that. Uh, and um, and I am. I mean, man, the the just the love and support from Recovery Brothers has been really. Uh, helpful for me just you know guys checking in how you doing wanting to hear the story uh, wanting to pray for me it's just been awesome Hmm. really really uh, grateful for this brotherhood this family uh, of recovery men and so are there any um lessons that you're kind of extracting from this? That's funny you ask that. You know, I've the first thing I started doing was asking God, like, what am I supposed to be learning from this? Because I, this sucks, <laughs> you know? And um, I don't know that, that either he hasn't made it clear to me or I haven't been listening well enough, uh, other than what I already talked about, about being able to, you know, receive the love and support and assistance from other people in a gracious way without like trying to, you know, I I suffer from the, this thing where it's like, I think it's an intimacy anorexia thing where like, if someone does me a favor or a service, I feel like I owe them. Hmm. Even though that that's not where their heart posture probably was when they were doing something for me, but that's the way I feel. And, you know, learning to let go of that is probably one of the big lessons that I need to take away from this. Yeah, I I think it's... um... I think it's interesting just being around your energy right now. You're, you seem like a different person. You think? Yeah. Hmm. Like, like calmer or maybe that's the tea that you gave me. (laughs) You're normally pretty high strung. That's true. And normally, I mean, I don't know. It takes one to know one, but normally like it seems like your thoughts consume you a lot and and you seem to be kind of at peace at the moment in a way that I don't think I've seen you. Yeah, maybe that that is something that it's just like the physical limitation is is forcing me 
to literally slow down. And so even though I'm, sh I'm wrestling with that, whereas like, I, 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 I just want to be able to be back to normal, whatever normal is. Right? And for, for me, that would include like working out and moving and, you know, being strong. And right now I'm not strong. I'm really weak and I'm really slow. Uh, and I get easily tired and I'm not, but I'm not getting pissed off by that. I think maybe the former me would have been really angry about that. And I'm not, I'm accepting that. And I'm just trying to lean into, okay, this is the pace that I need to move at right now. Do you mind if I ask, do you, have you considered like maybe God allowed it to happen for some of these changes to happen? No doubt. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's, that's a, definitely a possibility. Obviously he allowed it to happen. Right? Because yeah, I think of Job, right? Where like there's this conversation between God and Satan and Satan wants to go attack God's man, Job. And he's like, no, my, my guy will, my guy will come through and Satan's like, well, let me out him. Yeah. God's like, all right, you can try, but my guy's going to come through. Yeah. And, um, and so it's, it's like in that setting, God kind of allowed that wreckage to happen in Job's life and made he made it through the other end and everything was given to him times two. Yeah. Or was it times two? Yeah, or ten. I don't know, but it was some some amount fold. Multifold, yeah. And so, I've been I've been reading this book called Trusting God, and it it talks about um, yes, God is doing everything for good, and yes, um, yes, He's allowed these things to happen. But it's it's all working out in his providence, and um, and I, I think a lot of people will tend to think that, like, oh well, if God was good, why would he let me crash my bike? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Who That's knows? kind of distorted thinking. Well, and and who knows, right? Like maybe he allowed that crash so I wouldn't get hit by a car fifteen minutes later. You That's know? right. Who knows? Because he's, I mean, he's in control of everything. Yeah, and, and and so he saw that and he let it happen. And you know, I can either maybe he's like double whammy. He's gonna <laughs> all right. I'm not gonna let him get hit by the car. Yeah, because he would die. And this guy needs to chill out. Yeah. So I'm gonna let this happen. <laughs> yeah, like learn to slow down. Learn to learn to rest. Learn to be at peace. Hmm. Slow, not just physically, but mentally. Because, I, you know, I think that right now I have to struggle with my mind wanting to be normal, quote unquote, right? My, but, but, but physically, like, like when we walk out of here, you'll see, like, I won't be able to keep up. Hmm. No matter how hard I try, I wouldn't be able to keep up with you. And I need to be okay with that. And I, I'm, I'm learning over these last few weeks to be okay with that. Like, this is what it is. So walking around, you know, I'm walking, uh, like we, I was walking through a restaurant yesterday and I, and I have a cane that I'm using to help me walk. And I, I feel like, holy crap, like I'm this old man now all of a sudden. Right. <laughs> and, um, but I don't feel ashamed by it. 
like I, I think in the past I would have felt ashamed, like 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 oh my gosh, people are looking at me going like, what's wrong with that guy? And and it's like I don't care. This is where mm. I am right now, and I I'm just accepting it and leaning into it and trusting God to heal me completely, and I'll be back. But maybe I'll be back a little bit different, a little bit less mm, tense, intense, you know, a little more calm, cool, collected. I don't know. Well, this has been another episode of the Recovery Lifestyle Podcast. You want to do a open share on it? Yeah. What's our topic, you think? Uh, I think uh, releasing control. Mm, good one. Hey, you guys, my name is John. I'm a follower of Jesus in recovery for sex addiction, struggling with control. Hey, John. Wow, that's a hard one. Yeah, I think that this whole trusting God thing, I remember when I first started recovery, the, these guys would share how they would surrender and then they take things back and then they would surrender and take things back. And I couldn't quite understand that because I thought, like, isn't that like a one and done thing? And, and as I've lived through recovery and into the recovery lifestyle, I, I realized this is a daily battle for me where I'm saying mm. that I trust God, I'm even telling him that I trust him. But then I, my actions don't really equate to that where, you know, I'm worrying, uh, I'm getting anxious, uh, I'm running ahead of God and I need to just slow down and stop. And this, this has caused me to, to physically slow down. So I need to now mentally slow down a bit too. Thanks guys. I'm John. Thanks, John. Hey guys, I'm Chris, grateful believer in Jesus Christ and I'm struggling with control. Hey Chris. Interesting. Um, Can my open share be silence? <laughs> if that's if that's you releasing control. Um, I'm trying to exert an unnecessary amount of control over micro decisions in my life, like what shirt to wear or what lunch to eat. Or um, it's almost become a new OCD for me. Um, and... Uh, I'm I'm trying to figure out what the root of it is because it's it's like I've never really had it at this level of intensity before this like lack of self trust mm. and um, and so when I'm not trusting God and I'm not trusting myself then like I exert control to try and um, create certainty in every situation. So to control the outcome. So at least, uh, you know, I, I don't have to get hurt or disappointed. But like that weird safety net that I'm creating is definitely holding me back at the moment. Mm. Thanks, guys. I'm wow. Chris. Thanks, Chris. Heavenly Father, uh, just thank you so much just for this time together to be able to talk. And anybody who's listening, we pray that you use us to help other people and Man, we really need to trust you completely and let go of our need for control and let go of our need to be in control of the outcome because we set ourselves up for 
for disappointment when we think we can manage things. You're the one who's in control. And if we just get behind what you're doing, then we'll never be disappointed. Thank you, Jesus. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, you made it this far in the episode. I'd like to congratulate you. Because to me, that shows that you're taking your recovery seriously. If you'd like to reach out, please visit recoverylifestyle.com. You can use the contact form to submit a prayer request, give us ideas for future episodes, or simply to just share what's on your mind. We would love to hear from you. If you really are enjoying the show, what would mean a lot is if you could subscribe and leave a review. That will help more people find the Recovery Lifestyle Podcast.